Lord, uh, thank you for your grace, um, that even in these morning moments you can refresh us, Lord. Um, God, I just want to confess to you in front of my sisters that every every day is not a mob's devotional for me, God, and I struggle, and I uh, I come before you asking for your grace to, to step in and to make up the difference, Lord. Thank you for um, loving us so well, Lord. The cross reminds us of your love, Lord, and I just ask that you would move me out of the way and that you would um, just empower us to know your love in a real way so that we can be known by our love for others, Lord, Um, because you said that that's what would make us different. We thank you for all that you do for us, Jesus. Amen. So um, early in our marriage, I quickly discovered um, that Marcus is a let it soak kind of guy. You have one too. Um, I grew up in a home where my mom, she, I mean, she, she pretty much did everything, yes, but she, she made sure the kitchen was clean before I went to bed, and that was like her ritual. Um, our dad would sometimes do that too. And so I remember in our, um, our first one-bedroom apartment, how shocking it was how just moving in with one other person, you know, in college I was at least a roommate, um, could be so messy. And... Um, I I grew up with something different, a different daily habit, and even my grandfather in his home was that way too. The sink, you know, that's the first thing after Sunday dinner. The sink is cleared and emptied, everything's done. And so I just grew up with a different example than, um, I'm not bashing my in-laws, but I'm just saying Marcus has had a different perspective. And I think it's funny that um, that's true in Scripture too, that we have an example um, that makes this different. So um, today I wanted to be in the book of John, um, talking about love, not just because it's Valentine's, but, or nearly Valentine's, but I feel like this passage just kept coming at me in different ways, and I kept hearing it everywhere, and so I knew that this is where we wanted to land today. Um, Love is a central aspect of our faith as Christians, because our, our religion is based on relationship. That's what makes Christians different. It's not just morality, it's life change. It's friendship with God. And that's not something that other other religions offer. No rules or rituals can bring you that except love. And so as we talk about love, um, let's go to John chapter 13, and I'll read you a big chunk, and then we'll, we'll hang out in one verse mostly. So this is John 13, starting in verse 12. When Jesus had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I am not speaking of all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but the scripture will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I am telling you this now, for it takes place that before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. After saying all these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit 
and testified, truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke, and one of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was reclining at the table at Jesus' side. So Simon Peter motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, Lord, who is it? And Jesus answered, It is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. And Jesus said to him, What are you, go- what you are going to do, do quickly. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the money bag, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the morsel of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. And when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me, and just as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So where I wanted to camp out is that last verse, um, that Jesus said, this is how people are going to know that you're mine, by the way that you love people. And I thought it was interesting that he calls it a new commandment. I did a little digging on that because I thought, this is not new. Why would he call this a new commandment? And uh, there was a really great um, talk on this by John Piper. And what he said is um, he pointed out to the beginning of chapter 13 where it says that Jesus loved them to the end. And then in verse 14 he says, If I, then your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should wash each other's feet because I've given you this as an example. So this is like a new level of love for them to experience because he's laying aside his his status and his privileges and he's serving. And many of us as moms, we get that opportunity daily if we take it. We get to lay aside our maybe our original plan for our life or lay aside our, our pride because things don't feel 50-50 in our relationships. Um, and we take the form of a servant. We can serve as Jesus served. Um, so number one, as you are an influencer, um, you may not have thousands of followers on your social media. You may just have a few hundred friends, but you are an influencer because of love. Um, there's a passage that um, in Second Timothy where where um, Timothy is told, "I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well." So I just I love that that verse in Second Timothy reminds us that this is generational. You have the opportunity to make a generational impact, not just on your kids, but have you thought about your kids' kids? I mean, that's just, it blows my mind because I, I usually can't think past my kids and I usually can't even think past elementary. You know, I can't picture them driving or making life decisions, let alone having their own kids. But what a blessing that through the power of love, we can pass down our faith and our kids' kids can be influencers as well. Um, just digging around a little bit in um, early childhood development, I, I came across this stat that 
A study um, done by the University of California found that newborn brains grow at an average rate of 1% a day. In those early days, their, their brains just growing. And then um, by 90, or by age five, 90% of their brain development has occurred. So it just, it puts in new perspective these early days that we get with our kids, this early impact that we get to influence is just crazy. Um, I found a, uh, a secular article that had this quote um, that I just, I thought it was crazy because God can even speak through people that don't know him. Um, but this was in a, uh, a Washington News article. It says, if we're all going to live as long as they say we're going to live, then you have many, many years to be a high achieving in your profession, to make lots of money, and to have great material success. But you have a really very short time to have critical influence on your children's emotional well-being. And I just thought, thank you, God, for reminding me of that, because I can get ahead of myself and try to make, you know, us moms that like to produce and finish things, you know, we try to make the most of every little ounce of time that we get when one's asleep, we're like, yes, now I can, you know, boost my productivity because somebody's sleeping. But just take that moment, I guess, um, to relax a minute and remind yourself that you are making an impact um, for years to come. And just how cool is that that God allows us to do that? Um, number two is that uh, we'll be known by a lot of things. But I wanted to point out, you can go ahead and put all the scriptures up there. Um, there's several scriptures that came to mind about what we as Christians are known for, but also Christian women and wives. Um, Ephesians 4 talks about um, being kind-hearted and tender-hearted and forgiving. Philippians 2 talks about being humble and counting others more significant than ourselves, and also not looking to our own interests. And I would throw in there, but also the interests of our two-year-olds, you know. Um, Titus 2 talks about um, older women teaching the younger women, talking about loving our spouses and our children, being self-controlled and working at home and being submissive. Um, and then 1 Peter 3 talks about not letting our adorning be merely external. So those are all different aspects of ways that we can be known. Um, but going back to our, our character trait of love, um, we can only love as well as we know that we are loved. We can't, you know, the, the saying of like, you can't give from an empty cup and that kind of thing. When I'm struggling with being patient, it's not because I need to try harder to be patient. <laughs> it's because I need to be with Jesus. And he is the one that's patient. Um, so Jesus draws not only attention um, to the pattern of love that we can follow, but to the power to the ability to love that we, as we need to. Um, John 15, 9 through 10 says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Put your name in that. As the Father has loved me, I have loved you, Kenan. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and abide in his love. So, um, just like my husband's dishes need to soak to get off the gum and the grime, I need to soak in the love of Jesus to be able to be um, the loving mom that I need to be. Because I can do nothing without Christ. Um, in finishing up here, I just want to uh, mention something that I heard from a Jenny Allen podcast. She's super cool. And when I get time in the car, that's what I do. Um, but I have to think. I have time to think in the car, and she was talking about um, 
having compassion for those that think differently than we do, maybe even among the church or even among family members that are also, um, maybe believers have very different, um, things can be very polarizing these days. You're either this or that, or, you know, you're grass-fed beef or you're not, or you're, you know, tap water or you're never, or, you know, don't go from plastic bottle. There's so many different things that we can do to try to be healthy, and sometimes we can make those lines um, so firm and, and not have compassion for the other point of view, but she was talking about... Um, something in particular about pro-life um, choices, and she was saying to think about the other person that doesn't agree with you, um, to realize that it's not their um, uncompassionate, to realize that they are choosing more compassion for one person over the other. So she said, I would never choose um, to not be compassionate for that unborn baby, but realize that someone that's coming from the other point of view is more compassionate for the mom. That it's not that that person is hateful, that they are just misguided in their thinking because we believe that the Bible teaches that every life is precious. But it just kind of gave me a different, um, a different way of thinking. Instead of, um, I was reading another book about adoption, and the mom was talking about um, realizing that in teaching her adoptive son to adopt or to forgive his birth family for leaving him, she realized that she needed to forgive his birth family for leaving him. And realizing we can't pass on something we don't experience. And I just thought that was really powerful in, in thinking about um, the power of influence that God has given us as moms. That we get to model what does it look like. And the way that we model that is because we're following Jesus and he's modeling it ahead of us. So in our discussion time, I just wanted to give us a chance to maybe talk about if your husband is a dish soaker. Um, but also... <laughs> How do you soak in God's love? Who has influenced you? Um, think about maybe your early years when your brain was developing and who was influencing um, your perspectives. And then also maybe um, just think about a way that you can maybe take time to soak in the Lord's love this week, whether that's finding a good podcast or whether that's um, taking time to read a book that's been on your nightstand for a year because I have those. Um, and just realizing that soaking in the Lord's love is good because that's what allows us to be able to give that back out to our families. So let me pray for us real quick. Lord, thank you for your compassion. Thank you that you chose to eat um, with sinners and that you made religious people mad. Lord, um, thank you for commanding the disciples um, to do as you had done for them. You're not asking anything of us that you haven't already done yourself. And so, Lord, give us, uh, give us right hearts, give us good attitudes. Um, press in on us with your Holy Spirit, Lord, when we're not being obedient or when we may be doing the right thing but not doing it in love. Lord, remind us that you gave all so we can give. Lord, we can give because you gave all, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the way that you love us and you remind us of that. 